Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, you know, good. The same. Chilling. The same. Yeah. You have an exciting weekend? Um, I guess, like, not in the grand scheme of things, but it was nice. I was just around here, saw some movies. Yeah, went to a see? birthday party. Okay, well, this week I saw a ton. I okay. saw, okay, let me make sure I keep track. Maiden. Yes. Hustlers. Oh, yeah. Downton. Okay. And the Goldfinch. And can you rank them? Hustlers. Mm-hmm. Downton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Made in the Goldfinch. <laughs> okay. I, I was like, like, in my heart, I knew Downton was number two because this is who I am. And I was like, Noriega is going to be so disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of, I watched like two episodes of Downton Abbey last night. And it's like, to your point, not a lot goes on from episode to episode. But over the mm-hmm. course of a season, a lot takes place Mm -hmm. and so I'm kind of just like passively watching and last night I got home from seeing a movie myself and I was like trying to do get some work done and so I was like all right like there's no sense in like throwing on a movie that I actually want to watch so I'll put on Downton Abbey and I knocked out two episodes so I'm almost almost done with season three um meaning I'm half over halfway done so Mm -hmm. I just need to get it all together in like the next week or so yeah, I Which, mean, I'm not. I just want it on the record that I'm not making you do this because it just seems <laughs> like you hate it. <laughs> it's not that I hate it. I just like don't find it particularly exciting. And this has been my reservation with it all along. I was just like, how can it be that captivating? Because everyone loves it so much. Um, so I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to see it. I think it comes out in theaters. Is it next week or the week after? I think next week. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was next week, too. Um, so, I mean, but we have the Emmys coming up. So yeah. that's taking precedent over Downton Abbey. I'm looking at our calendar, and I realize that I do have, like, an extra week if we are going to do a Downton Abbey episode. Um, right. Because next week we're going to do a Emmys recap, right. which might come out a little bit later in the day, but I think the goal is it'll be out Monday or Tuesday. So yeah. FYI. You excited? Prepare you Prepare accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited? Are you ready for the Emmys? I'm definitely excited. I don't know if I'm ready. I mean, there are years where I feel like totally on the outs on the Emmys. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I feel like I've seen most of the stuff I want to see. Um, the stuff that I haven't gotten around to, like I really want to watch Pose and I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not too... I'm not too stressed. I feel yeah. like I'm going to be stumping for, you know, Fleabag and Barry and everything that I don't want anyway. So it's like I'm not going to spend too much time all yeah. over the place. I think I'm most excited to see Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Oh, I wonder if he's going to be there. I wonder if the Jonas Brothers have a break in their tour. I bet he would plan a break accordingly. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know when this say? I mean, I guess the Emmy date, I think, was announced a while ago. And so – they probably knew Game of Thrones would be there regardless. Yeah, she got nominated. I think Game of Thrones could probably bet on that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just looking forward to them. Just like a lot of like the camera panning to Sophie Turner and her drinking wine. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm most excited for. But, right. Yeah. You're like, if I was directing the Emmys, I would have a cameraman right on them. <laughs> just on Sophie Turner the entire time. 
yeah. Um, yeah, I saw Hustlers, and then I saw um, the Molly Ivins documentary, Raise mm. Hell, the Molly Ivins story, which was a lot of fun. Um, it just, like, it makes me so happy because I'll go and see, like, random movies at random times, and they're, like, always at, like, 90% capacity. And mm-hmm. it like it just like invigorates me so much that I'm like not alone, like that I'm like not the only one who wanted to see this documentary about a deceased columnist, uh, you know, at six forty at night on a Saturday. So yeah, it makes me happy. But um, I did go to Hustlers on Thursday night. I was supposed to go up to Dallas to see Fleabag with our friend Ellen, but mm-hmm. because of everything that's been going on, I didn't go. And so I was like, all right, last minute ticket. I want to see Hustlers. And I tried to see it on Wednesday. And it was like mass pandemonium with like an advanced screening situation. So much so that the lady behind me in line was getting so upset. She was like screaming at the men that were organ- like trying to work the- this event. Mm-hmm. And she was shouting at them that there should be one movie for the press and one screening for the public. To which I told everyone around, there will be screenings for the public, (laughs) probably about five or six a day for the next, like, two months. They start literally tomorrow. (laughs) Right. You just have to pay for it. And it just kind of, like, just a nice glimpse into how terrible society can be and the entitlement of people when they're getting something for free. That's, like, the best part of it. It's like, you're not paying for this. You've sacrificed an hour of your time. Yes, this was terribly organized, but also you're not paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> so just like go back to your happy hour or go home or yeah. go get Panda Express if you're like me. This isn't a right. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. And at that time, I wasn't like hype on Hustlers. Right. And you How wrong me, were you? <laughs> I know. You called me after and you're making jokes about maybe I just like hate women because <laughs> I didn't like Lady Bird. Um, right. I don't, so, I, don't, I don't see them as jokes, I guess. No, <laughs> well, I do. As someone who considers herself a feminist, I would consider that hopefully just a I'm joke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God. But no, I mean, yeah, Hustlers. I mean... Is there anything you else want to get into before we get into Hustlers? (laughs) I mean, I was going to say, we loved Hustlers so much that we had to delay uh, recording. Uh, We had to tell Ellen, hold on a beat. We need more time for the other topic. Plus, Hustlers. Hustlers. The thing about Hustlers is they hustle. And I, that's what I think I like best about it. Um, you know what no, I like best about it? The Jennifer Lopez of it all. I was going to say the female camaraderie. There's a lot of things I love about Hustlers. Yeah. Well, so just for anyone who hasn't seen Hustlers yet, turn this off, go see it, and then resume on your drive home. Yeah. Because the good news is Hustlers is sold out a lot. So it seems like a lot of people will be seeing it this weekend. Oh, my God. They're it estimating like, a- like 32 mil. Yeah, it if had they a, hit a hundred mil, I will be so excited for fucking mm-hmm. hustlers. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's the best star ever for SDX film and the best mm-hmm. live action opening of Jennifer Lopez's career, which I would say not shocking. Over second I, act, I I know a, a Jennifer Lopez Vanessa Ann Hudgens joint. Give me a break. <laughs> um, so it did still come in second behind 
it, or at least it was like trending to come in second. Apparently, the before marketing, which I don't have any concept of how much they would have spent on marketing, it seemed like it was pretty well marketed. Then again, we're people who spend our lives at the movie theater and on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, Hustlers apparently cost $20 million to make. And so it's a, it's a big win for STX. It's actually the biggest opening since Bad Moms. I mean, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. This says in this article by The Hollywood Reporter, females make up 67% of the Hustlers audience, while Caucasians represent 36% of ticket buyers, followed by African Americans at 26%, Hispanics at 27%, and Asians other at 11 I mean, representation. Well, it's I mean, it's huge representation. I mean, like, the two leads are an Asian woman and a Latina woman. Like, yep. And then we have Kiki Palmer. Kiki Lily Palmer. Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt, There's so we have the, our representation. Excuse me. But, I'm on the Jennifer Lopez side of things. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Um, but I... I think that's, like, something that is really, like, underestimated is, like, when there's, like, a really diverse cast. Because, like, Fast and Furious has always done really well. And that's something that they have always, like, you know, been known for is, like, having a really diverse cast. And everyone mm-hmm. comes out to see those. So, yeah. I mean, Hustlers, like, I – it was exciting because I thought it was so good. And I was like, I mean, everyone should see this. But also, like, it's an R-rated drama, like – I you never know nowadays you know and also it's like about strippers which like makes it seem like it's not serious you know like yeah it is but it it's easy for people to be like oh I mean the stripping movie and it's like no it's more yeah (laughs) I had to correct myself because I was like explaining it to someone and I'm like Jennifer Lopez plays a stripper and I'm like excuse me Jennifer Lopez plays a badass bitch who happens to (laughs) strip and there's nothing wrong with that On IMDb, they have it categorized as crime, drama, comedy, thriller. And I was like, I don't quite know where the thriller comes in, but okay. I'll take all of the others. Um, Great musical numbers. Uh, The music in this, like, I mean, to go from Britney and Usher to, like, multiple Frankie Valli songs. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see it now. I'll I want to go watch Hustlers. I know. Well, because we were texting last night, and I was like, I've already told, because I've like told people, I'm like, Hustlers is so great. And so they're like, I want to see it. And so I've already told multiple people I'll see it with them. So I'm like, last night when I was going to go by myself to the movies, I was like, I really want to see Hustlers. But I'm now committed to like three different groups of people that I'll see it with them. So mm-hmm. like, should I see it again by myself and then see it three more times? Like, I've kind of realized that five times is where I kind of max out on petering movies. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you do a, a lot more. <laughs> you do a lot more rewatching than I do in general. Um, yeah, but I want to watch Hustlers five times. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and the the great thing about Hustlers is is that like I left and like I like. It's so easy to watch a movie that features Jennifer Lopez wearing next to nothing and being a goddess and just, like, belittle yourself. Like, wow, I wish I could have what she has. But I left, like, feeling, like, so empowered. Yeah. I don't know. I was, like, looking up, like, classes on ClassPass (laughs) to see, like, what all is going on. I just... (sighs) Yeah. I mean... Hustlers. 
Hustlers. So I feel like we should do a little overview. I can yeah, that can you give you us like. synopsis, please? Sure. So the main character is actually Constance Wu's character, who um, uses a few different names in the movie, but Destiny is kind of the main one, I think. Yeah. Dorothy um, and Destiny. Do- Dorothy, Destiny, but Destiny is kind of the one in the club. That's um, the one that she settled on at the club, and I'm like, I don't. Okay. Right, sure. I mean, it's very like 2000. Seems very generic, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, and so, um, she starts working at a strip club where J Lo works and a bunch of other women work, and um, it's kind of like her like rise there, and then you know everything. The other going women great. include cameos by Cardi B and Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah. And so she kind of like has her like she becomes really good friends with J Lo. Everything's going really well. It's 2007. J Lo literally amazing. like takes her under her fur coat. Fur coat wing. under oh. her fur coat wing. <laughs> that scene, I was like, when Constance was like snuggles up under the coat, I was like, I would give anything. She's <laughs> like, also like sitting in between her legs, like when Jayla yes. was like, "Here, coming over here," and then she like opened her legs. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I like, cause I figured she was like sit next to her, and Jayla would like put her arm around her, but no, she yeah. like fully lets her like snuggle on into <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah, I mean, it's very. Like she's very much like the cool kid at school who like yeah. took you under her wing, and it's just yeah. I don't know, it's great. Anyway, and wing. so her her fur wing, and so then the stock market crash of two thousand eight happens, and all their big high powered clients can no longer afford to blow money at the strip club. Mm-hmm. So the strip club's not doing very well. They all kind of go off on their own little journeys. Constance Wu has a little side life where she has a baby and a bad boyfriend yeah the people i was like that looks like i was like that looks like g easy like or but does he just look like like a slimy white guy does that just look like any other fucking guy like could that be like a pete davidson stand-in like what's going on and then the girls next to me were like oh my god that's g that makes I also him like the a, most famous man in this movie. Oh, a hundred. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the strip club patrons. I wanted to look it up, but I didn't. I forgot to. Might mm-hmm. have been um, Roger. I think his name is from Sex and the City. But so that would make G Easy and that guy the most. I think famous that still man. makes G Easy. Yeah, Roger from Sex and the City. You just pulled his character name from a show in the '90s. Yeah, I think he's not really famous. <laughs> nor I'm gonna look that up because it might. There have was not even there were been a, him. There were a few people that I was like, I've seen you before, but for the most the part, the bouncer, um, like the the main bouncer guy who, mm-hmm. I like, I think that he looked really familiar, but. Yeah. And one of them was in like Parks and Rec. I don't know. The point is, <laughs> uh, it's very female driven. But yeah. so then after that, they all kind of go on their separate little vision quests. But they come back and they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to basically hustle these guys and we're going to kind of rob them from the strip club, like keep swiping their card, run up huge tabs because mm-hmm. they're they're going to be too embarrassed to go to the cops and say, I was at the strip club and they like took advantage of me or the cops will just laugh at them because like, you know, that's what you do at a strip club. <laughs> right. So from there, you know, chaos ensues. 
Yeah. But um yeah. And I I'm just taken aback. <laughs> uh so that's what happens, but then there's <laughs> so much more. As you said, yes. the female com- camaraderie is very fun. We have some great performance. I would say pretty much all around, everyone holds their own. Yes. I think like they do a really good job of making each character pretty unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all kind of have like their own little storylines. Um, obviously, the main people, though, are... Jennifer Lopez's Ramona and Constance Wu's Dorothy slash Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like Kiki Palmer, had her character, I forget what her name is, actually. And I forget what the Lily Reinhardt's Mercedes? are as well. Yes, Mercedes. And um, Lily Reinhardt. Oh, I can't remember. But they, like Kiki Palmer's character, like she has a fiance or a boyfriend that's in jail. And so she's trying to earn money because... She wants to bail him out. Dragon. Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> Lily Reinhardt's character, she um, started stripping to make money, and her parents found out, and they kicked her out. So, like, she kind of just, like, doesn't – she's just young and naive, doesn't really know or have anything else. And yeah. so it's like they, like, make this, like, little family, and it's, like, so sweet until, of course, things start taking a turn. Right. And people become <laughs> a little bit more greedy. And make, but it's it's always re- like people become, and especially like this kind of story. It's like you become too greedy, and then that makes you sloppy. Yeah, and then that's where things start to go down. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think, and the one thing that I really liked about this is it kind of starts with it opens with um, like we're in the future or current mm-hmm. day, but future for the movie. And Julia Stiles is interviewing. I think it was like 2015. Okay. But still. Yeah. No, yeah. More or Julia less. Stiles is interviewing Constance Wu. Julia Stiles is like a journalist and she's interviewing Constance Wu for the story that this movie was actually based on. Right. But um, like that whole time, you kind of like, you know, it goes wrong, but you also kind of know that it's all okay. You know, right. like I'm like. If someone was, like, dead, she wouldn't be in her apartment, you know? Like, she wouldn't be, like, giving up all this information if this was, like, super high stakes. So as much as there is, like, the stress of them, of us being, like, they're drugging people. Like, anything could happen. Like, this is really dangerous. But, like, I felt, I always felt like, you know, I know this isn't going to be, like, this isn't going to be a total fall, you know? Like, they're going to fuck up. And this is, like, you know, legally not cool. But I think... Knowing that Julia Stiles is like there and they were just chatting, like made me feel secure. In- yeah, I actually didn't go there. I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting that she's divulging so much, but my brain didn't connect that it was because everything was going to turn out okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought. I thought it was, well, I just was more like, I took comfort in the fact that she looked like she was doing so well. Because mm-hmm. in the very beginning, when she, like, talks about why she's stripping, she's like, I just want to, like, make, I want to take care of my grandma. And, like, at that point, that's, like, her only responsibility that she has. Like, she hadn't even had her daughter yet. Um, so that's, like, the only thing she cares about that and, like, maybe going shopping. Which, like, can't hate a girl for that. Yeah. And so then, like, at the, when we're flashing back to the quote-unquote present day, she looks so, like, put together and, like, 
the the room that she's sitting in like everything looks so like crisp and white and like I think she's wearing pretty much like all white it looks just like very nice and so that gave me some comfort that I'm like well then the other thing is she must be in a better place in her life than you're like at least in the future she doesn't have these awful bangs so that makes me feel a lot better (laughs) yeah at least in the future she decided that the bangs were not a look I love how she like commits to that look for multiple years because this movie does span this movie does span many years because like her when she like takes some time off when she has the baby, I think like three years go by. Yeah. Because they like they pan back in time and then they like go back and it's like, oh my God, three years. That like seems like so long to go from being like good friends with someone to then like not talking to them at all and then to just like running into them and being like, Oh, hi. Not talking to someone for three years is the longest amount of time. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially that's when like they're cutting as someone close. out of your life. <laughs> Especially when they're as close slash someone like Jennifer Lopez's Ramona. How could you ever? <laughs> oh my God. I Jennifer Lopez has perhaps one of the best character introductions. Oh. And it could just be because it appeals to pretty much like everything <laughs> I like. Um, showmanship, great showmanship, music, abs, style, <laughs> um, Jennifer Lopez. But when she comes out, and like I had seen on Twitter people being like, Jennifer Lopez strips to a Fiona Apple song. I like I think I had seen Fiona Apple. Maybe I just saw like 90 like a song that will make like 90s alternative mm-hmm. fans happy or whatever. And I like I just kind of assumed like perhaps it would go over my head because you know, I just I thought maybe it was something like people born in the 80s would enjoy more. Mm-hmm. Um but no. When she comes out to Criminal by Fiona Apple. <laughs> I <laughs> Noriega's eyes just got so wide. <laughs> I smiled so big. I was at, like I said, I was at a rowdy screening. So like most of the movie, it was fine that it was at a, I was rowdy um, because like I, I myself wanted to like cheer for these characters when they're like stripping and whatnot and just like performing because like Jennifer Lopez is a performer. I want oh her gosh. to. She I is like, so captivating. That's just it. I wanted it. to see her when she was just on tour and wasn't able to. And then I'm like, I thought about going to see her in Vegas and like wasn't able to. And now there's like talks that maybe she's going to do the Super Bowl. And I'm like, yes, we need that. Especially since like she has a lot of hits. You kind of don't need more than like 30 seconds to a minute of each of her songs. Mm-hmm. And so like a Super Bowl performance would be perfect. Especially I mean, if we get her up on that pole. I would love that. <laughs> Could you? They would never actually that put a be... pole on the Super Bowl stage. <laughs> I would scream. Um. <laughs> but they could like have like Lizzo and Cardi B come out. It would Maybe be so even fun. Kiki Palmer. I think she had a musical career, right? She did. Bottoms up. It's Miss <laughs> Kiki P looking extra flossy. <laughs> oh my god. Um. No, I mean, and then also, like, there's so much about this J-Lo thing that should work against me. Like, I hate her little, like, lip stud oh, thing. It's terrible. Like, I think that's just a way to be like, okay, she's not, like, a perfect angel that fell from heaven. <laughs> yeah, I think like, that's, like, what's the bare minimum of what we can give her that'll make her slightly unappealing 
But yeah, she's they're like, like, what makes her look like she's from the block, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then, like, she's wearing, like, just super 2000s dresses with, like, huge, like, buckle circle stuff. And I'm just like, this should really just be no, but it's yes, J-Lo! You know what <laughs> my dream is? My dream is to walk in unison in a bar into oh a bar God. and like a little trio every, every time, time, that time they walk into the bar i'm like fuck yeah that energy they're bringing is incredible and then and they're like oh a lot. my sisters are here and i'm like you and can just say your friends yeah, yeah i mean okay. honestly hilarious your sisters lily reinhardt's fully half j-lo's age like <laughs> well they also say uh kiki palmer like makes a joke she's like yeah. Same dad, different Same moms, dad, different or moms. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my. no. I mean, I just think, like, everyone was just, like, used so well. And, like, it's one of those things where I think this movie, like, really, like, has, like, a woman's touch on it. Like, it's just so mm-hmm. obviously because it's not, like, I mean, it's, like, it's not very male gazy. Like, it is, but it's not super, you know? Like, the right. scene where J-Lo and Constance Wu are, like, stripping together for, like, one of the first times, and it's just, like, like it's locked in on their faces. Like, it's not about, like, what's going on, like, like down below, like, when she's, like, taking her clothes off. You're, right. like, just, like, you'd be staring into J-Lo's eyes, and I'm, like, I am. I am. She has yeah. me. <laughs> like... Well, I also thought that was probably because maybe Constance Wu didn't want to do nudity. Right, but it works. Yeah. Uh, well, because I think even doesn't – J-Lo, like, takes her top off at one time, but it's more like her back is turned to us, and then I think she, like, turns her head around. So, again, it's like you're looking at her face. You're not yeah. trying yeah, you to really see get, if you can get a glimpse of really, anything. Yeah, definitely not. But and then it also, I mean, like I feel like so many people have like been like in friendships where they're like hanging out with someone who's like you know who they think is like really cool, and you're just so excited to be hanging out with. Is them. that you <laughs> with me? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I think me when I was younger probably, and like Constance was just so obviously like lost in the world and like yeah. just so excited to be like latched onto someone who just has their shit together, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then also, I mean. I think people are like, oh, like, you know, Lily Reinhardt, Cardi B, like, are these people, like, actors, you know? But, like, I think it's just, like, perfect that they, like, use Lily Reinhardt. They're like, yeah, like, she's, like, the little innocent one. That's how she gets away with her shit. And she isn't, like, super conniving, you know? Like, Mm-mm. she is just, like, kind of a little baby deer, you know? And then yeah, Cardi B, when she was... growing up problem. Yeah. <laughs> when Cardi B was... Uh, Teaching, teaching her, her how to do the lap dances, drain the clock, not the cock. I was like screaming. I'm like, oh my god! Like, and it just feels like I'm like, it just feels all very true to how this would be, you know? Yeah, I think that Cardi B was used incredibly well. I'm very upset that, according to Steph, she watched a docu or listened, watched a documentary, or sorry, interview of Cardi B, and she said that unfortunately she had just gotten her boobs done, and so she couldn't get on the pole. Yeah. <laughs> in, which, like, I think that would have been great to see because, um, you know, that's, like, how she got her start. This is yeah. also kind of sort of like a Cardi B story because she also has admitted to drugging clients. Um so yeah no I mean I think it's kind of funny because as much as it's like the movie about strippers in quotation marks like there's really not that much stripping it's mostly the hustling 
Yeah, I was gonna say there's like pretty much there's the J Lo scene mm-hmm. where she makes her big entrance, mm-hmm. which like was needed just to like show the power of not only like what she can do <laughs> and why Constance Wu's character would like want to her to be her mentor, right? But also just to see like how captivating she is to all of the patrons and like everyone at the club just like freaked out. I mean, everyone in my theater freaked out. <laughs> can, I just like can't even imagine if I saw that like in person. And then when she's like teaching her the moves and Constance Wu is like, I'm not strong enough to do this. And Jayla's like, yes, you are. Or I'm using like their actual names on their character names. (laughs) But I was like, fuck yeah. Like, here's a woman who believes that you're stronger than you think you are. Yeah. And then she does kind of do it. It doesn't look as well as when Jayla does it, but she does like kind of, you know, do it. But I also, it made me go back and watch the trailer where they like switch back and forth between J-Lo being like, you know, ankle hook, knee hook. And then from here you can do the carousel. And then it cuts back to like her performance, you know? And I was like, damn, (laughs) I was excited to see this to begin with, but I didn't think it was going to be this good. (laughs) Yeah. I was notably not excited to see it. And then the reviews came out from Tiff that it was great. And I was like, I don't know if this is a bit or not. And then you saw it and you loved it. And we were like, maybe it's one of those things that like you like and I don't. It and happens. I saw it and I was like, wow. Wow. Because like, that's the thing. The is- thing that I knew you'd be on board with was you love J-Lo. And that's all you really yeah. need to go into this and have a good time. <laughs> I just love like a strong, confident woman. Yes. And like that's Jennifer Lopez. Um, I like... The showmanshipy thing, like if it was handled in a cheesier way, or perhaps like maybe it is like a female gaze, male gaze kind of thing. If it was handled differently, I might be like, oh, geez, this is a little cheesy. Um, but also, like the music, fuck yeah. I mean, we full on have like an Usher cameo. Oh my gosh. When they start freaking out the Ushers in the club, which like obviously Usher would definitely come to this strip club. I was just like, there is that actually him? Because we just see his back. And I yeah. was like, oh, is it just going to be like it's an Usher stand-in and we're never actually going to see his face? And then all of the strippers go to the stage and they start playing Love in This Club. And Usher fully like goes up to Jennifer <laughs> Lopez and then she asks what his name is. Oh, my God. It's it's iconic. I was beaming during that scene because they're all like, they're all just, just so happy like that best. Usher's there. Like they're having the best time. And then the other thing that's so great is like, there are all these other like patrons at the club and they're all just like dancing like together for each other being like, this is amazing. Usher's here. And like, as much as they're like paying attention to Usher, it's like pretty much just about like all of them having this best time. And then JLo mm-hmm. leans forward and goes, what's your name? And he goes, Usher baby. And I was like, ah! <laughs> because like, I don't know, like sometimes, sometimes in movies they say like, and this was the best day of my life. And you're like, that was the best day of your life. And when I was watching this, I'm like, that would be the best day of my life. Honestly. (laughs) That would be so fun. (laughs) So fun. And like, just like such, I like, I just really love how they captured like the era. Yes. Um, Just because it's like, and the fact that it was Usher and no one else. Yes. Like that was to me like so perfect. And also love had to be Usher. Song because it's not it's like so one of fun. the most like well known Usher songs, but everyone knows it, you know. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, it's genius! I was just like yeah. so happy that scene really like 
I was I was like on the floor. I was so happy. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of on the floor, I think J Lo released a song for this. I don't know if I could pick it out from the movie. Um, I was too excited for like when Gimme More started playing. I like s- s- sat up in my seat and it's like it's Britney, bitch. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. And then they're in the car dealership. Just have oh, I mean, it just seemed fun. Like it just made me. Yeah. And I think there's and then another thing about this is like there's so many like, you know, versions of the story where it, they can make them seem tragic, you know, and like mm-hmm. as much as like you know the reason they're doing the things that they do is they see themselves as victims of this like you know. Um, crisis from 2008 mm-hmm. but it's like they're they're like the not, big short be damned yeah they're not like <laughs> they're not like completely down and they're like pulling together and like you know getting this shit done and then the thing that we though how about, sad was it to see Jennifer Lopez working at an old navy oh my god I could not <laughs> oh how I the mighty have that fallen <laughs> when she was wearing that old navy Polo, and I think at one oh, point they said the she started. Parks and Rec she started working about. at a like at a in fashion. She started working in fashion, and it cut yeah. to her at Old Navy. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing against Old Navy. Because, I have Old Navy clothes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but oh my god, it's I have just so like much Old Navy. I'm wearing to Old Navy. From, <laughs> to go from wearing fur coats, yeah, all the time, and rhinestone little. <laughs> outfits to an, a gray old navy polo is is a lot also it's established earlier in the movie that she wants to make her own fashion line of oh denim my god bathing suits it's incredible because i'm like the thing is is jennifer lopez at that time would have worn those bathing suits they're so mm-hmm. what's the music video of hers where she's on the beach is that like love don't cost a thing i feel like it's love i don't know but I'm like, as soon as she showed the Swamona, I was like, Swamona, <laughs> I forgot about the name. I was like, this is absolutely something that Jennifer Lopez would have worn. Swamona, nor oh. <laughs> Swamona. <laughs> And she's just so earnestly excited about it. You're like, like, because obviously I'm watching it thinking these are horrendous, but I'm also like, I hope she gets it. Like, I hope Simona does well. <laughs> I know. And so, I mean, you know, I've we talked about it a little bit, but another thing that I really loved is like at the end, like we don't really know where they stand because, you know, in the modern era of the interview with Julia Stiles. And so you're kind of like, well, you know, we're only seeing Constant Wu's side of this, you know, mm-hmm. like, but she isn't painting Ramona super poorly. I mean, other than kind of how it gets out of control at the end. Right. But you're like, I don't really know. Like, they're probably not talking anymore. It's kind of unforgivable, some of the <laughs> cop stuff, you know, but um, it really ends. And she's like, even after all that and after, you know, everything they'd been through, like, it's the scene where J-Lo like shows Julia Stiles all you know the picture Constance Wu sorry Dorothy in her wallet yeah it's like, like all of the oh, things that are valuable to was. her and it's like uh, yeah. something like um from her grandfather and like the military and then I think mm-hmm. it's like some like maybe something from like her grandma or like one of her parents and mm-hmm. then it's like she has two pictures one of which is a young Dorothy and she just like makes a comment like 
how could anyone not love like this girl or like this child because her parents kind of abandoned her right yeah to like call back to like I guess the abandonment that she had and perhaps like why she like took to Jennifer Lopez's character so much like she Mm -hmm. maybe just needed that like guidance and then so to see that Jennifer Lopez because like it's so easy for like their relationship because they kind of almost like I feel like want you to believe that like Ramona is just using Dorothy Mm -hmm. Um, especially because like some of the new some new girls come in there's one in particular who comes in and she kind of like she just like defends her and it's almost like okay so and I feel like this is a very typical thing too where it's like there's like a new crop of girls who are gonna like look up to you adoringly and so like that's who you're gonna like give more of your attention to but then Mm -hmm. at the end to show that like there really was like love there I think it was really sweet And then the other thing is, like, I mean, we can kind of see it as, you know, we're seeing Dorothy's side of this. Like, we're seeing this, like, from a paranoid perspective on her point, on her part, you know, where she's worried that she's being replaced, even if, you know, Jayla still loves her, which she does, and we find out, you know. But I think, I don't know, it's just really nice, and I think it would have been really easy for, like, the end of this to be, like, J-Love was like, J-Lo was a sociopath and, you know, they, the whole thing imploded and none of them talk anymore and it really kind of wasn't that. It was like, oh, remember the good old days. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I was kind of hoping that we were going to get to see them reunite, but. I know. I I understand. Yeah. Maybe they'll be Hustlers too. Hustlers XXL. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Hustlers Plus. <laughs> yeah, we are shopping around some some names. Hustlers Curve. I mean, <laughs> I I feel like there probably won't be, but it's okay. I was happy enough with. This. I just like I know that like Magic Mike was a movie that was supposed to be like geared towards to women and about mm-hmm. stripping, but I like got so much more out of Hustlers. I like Magic Mike XXL, but I think Hustlers is still like, I mean. I fell asleep in Magic Mike XXL because I was drunk. Magic Mike XXL <laughs> is essentially a slice of life movie. There's like no plot to that. Like, <laughs> but like Donald Glover and Jada Pinkett Smith are in it and they go to Savannah. I don't know. It's entertaining. It's not nothing to me. <laughs> I went after like um, some friends of mine had like a summer party and we had, I had had a lot to drink and then I was like, let's go see Magic Mike XXL. And so we went, and yeah, I like as soon as we got like in the theater, and I ate some popcorn, I just like passed the fuck out. And then I woke <laughs> up for um, Big Dick Rick's performance. Okay, is so that's Sofia Vergara's husband, IRL. Right, 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 right. I always get a little messed up with uh, him and um, Jason Momoa, like because I think they're just like two big guys. Is he <laughs> in that movie? Head. No, he's not. Oh. But that's what I was going to say. I'm like, like if, if for some reason I thought for a second, I was like, maybe he was. But no, I was thinking of Joe Manganiello. Mm-hmm. But um, but I was like, well, you fell asleep in Aquaman. Maybe this is just a Jason <laughs> Momoa thing. And but she didn't really not. love Game of Thrones. So I don't know. Maybe she just like doesn't like Momoa. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, know. I wouldn't say he's my type of guy, but. Yeah. I guess me neither. I mean, I'm not, you not know into it, but I'm not, like, dying for it. But you know who I'm into more? Jennifer who? Lopez. <laughs> oh, 
J-Lo. I want to be you. I Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, well, so J- Jennifer Lopez, like, famously, like, she doesn't eat sugar. She doesn't drink alcohol. Like, I've seen recent articles where she'll be like, maybe I'll have a glass of champagne on, like, a special occasion. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, me, me too. And I'm, like, Same. fully watching the movie. Like, I don't think she, like, eat, eats carbs. Like, she eats, like, a very clean diet. Even A-Rod's been like, she exercises more than, like, professional athletes do. And yeah. I'm, like, just sitting there watching the movie with, like, a bowl of popcorn, a cookie, and a beer. And I'm like, I just want to <laughs> be her. Like, I wish there was a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't think of a single thing I could do to change my life to be like that. I don't know. I just want, I think I should just be able to be her. <laughs> yeah, I did put on, the like, a Hustlers-themed soundtrack when I was at the gym on, so I saw this on Thursday night, so on Friday when I went to the gym, I put on a Hustlers-themed soundtrack for my workout, including some I J-Lo. Was, I was bopping, loving this club. Oh, my God. I haven't even listened <laughs> to that since the movie. But, yeah, any yeah. other – any final thoughts? I brought up last night that I was wondering if you thought there was more love between the two characters in Point Break or the two characters in this. Right. You I don't said, understand why, why we always have to pit people against each other. <laughs> That was like one of my thoughts. So when I was like, wow, they really love each other. I was like, oh, this is so point breaky. <laughs> it is, except for Constance Wu wasn't an undercover, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Any other final thoughts? No, just loved it. Can't wait to see it again. I know. I kind of want to see it again right now. <laughs> I'm supposed to see Speed tonight. They're playing it at a winery, so... Obviously, Ooh. that's a priority I was for to me. See, I think Brittany runs a marathon tonight. I'll have to check oh, my schedule fun. again. Yeah, yeah. But alternatively, Hustlers. could see Hustlers. You could take your sister. <laughs> Last night when I was watching The Goldfinch, I was like, I should absolutely be in Hustlers. Afterward, I was like texting uh, my friend Lauren Gann, and I was like, I like to like you think can of say myself. Our as friend. Our friend. <laughs> My friend. I own her. Um, <laughs> I I was like, I know I like to think of myself as like a serious critic and like someone who like, you know, thinks thoughtfully about this. But um, the goldfinch was boring. I should have been in Hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> was it bad? I, like, it was boring. It as, I would say was it as bad <laughs> as I said. It was like, I think it's done like a record it says one of the worst starts of all time for a film launching in more than 2500 cinemas yeah among I mean, those I can't who imagine it does well it said among those who <laughs> did show Wolfhard up is doing like a really bad russian accent yeah and i like we're supposed to care about a lot of stuff i just don't care about and i'm just like i mean ansel elgort wears like a really dope herringbone coat so okay i thought about that for five minutes yeah, and then there I, was a time where I was like, that girl looks familiar. Who's that girl? That took up some of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. Saw, I saw some tweets that Finn Wolfhart is doing a good Tommy Wiseau impression. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's... Sorry, you're going to die when you see it. <laughs> oh, I see. I don't think I need to see it. That's I think you should. I mean, you really shouldn't. I mean, Roger Deakins does the cinematography. It's not, like, completely devoid of anything. But it is, like, I mean, it's so so boring. And I just couldn't care less. 
Well, that, that's the thing is like I never read the book. So it's like I don't really care about like I don't know anything about the story. I don't know enough so to here's care. The thing. There's a goldfinch. That's all you need to know. All right. Great. Yeah. And, and this Hollywood Reporter article says in a surprising twist, the gold goldfinch received a better cinema score than Hustlers B versus B minus. Conversely, Hustlers boasts an 87% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes compared to a 24% for Goldfish. Finch. So. I mean, yeah. Also, like, I think Goldfinch is about to be, like, a historic bomb. Like, it's... Yeah, that's why I said. It's, like, one of the worst for its... Like, for how big it opened. So, I'm going to double down. I'm going to say my weekly recommend is to go see hustlers oh beautiful and if you want to join do a, in oh. a, a blind weekly recommend oh boy you know I'm i love watching. when you do this <laughs> it's no it's it's half blind it's okay. like it's impaired vision um i've seen three episodes of unbelievable oh and it's good so far diver fever diver fever mm. and i mean it's like diver Tony Collette and Merritt Weaver. Sorry for all the rhyming, but yeah. I mean they're like really good. Like it's not my sh- kind of show; it's more your kind of show, which is funny. Yeah, can and you give like my a little plan, synopsis? Actually. I'd love to. I thought I thought about starting it last night, and then I was like, I need to just. It's kind of heavy. It's kind of heavy. I started kind of Punch Drunk Love instead. Oh yeah, that's much more chill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so it kind of opens, and Caitlin Deaver has been raped and um, reports uh, her rape, and is going through kind of complicated situation where the police like don't really believe her, and then she's kind of going back and forth about whether it's like worth it to kind of stick with this or maybe she should just let it go so she's kind of like going through that and that's kind of the whole first episode and then in episode two like we find like Merritt Weaver uh, is investigating not the exact same but a similar case elsewhere but like Caitlin Deaver's case has been closed so it's like we know that they should be comparing these two mm-hmm. but they don't know yet and then Tony Collette also had kind of a similar one so Tony Collette and Merritt Weaver kind of get together and they're two like female detectives on the case and then we'll see what happens from there I think it's based on a true story that's what I I've think seen. so too <clears throat> yeah uh, it's like and it's like in 2011 or something I can't remember exactly when but they show the times on the on the show but my plan is uh, if I get through this and I like it I'm gonna try to go right into Mindhunter which I've never watched (gasps) because it's like not my shit but I'm like if I get through this which is like very like detective-y then maybe I'll just pivot right into that yeah yeah nice um that reminds me these are my goals for me (laughs) that reminds me of something from Hustlers at one point the cops (laughs) this reminds me of something from Hustlers (laughs) no but seriously at one point, the cops are talking, and like you were mentioning it earlier, but they're like, um, "If these guys were taken advantage of, why would they go back?" And yeah. like just the way that like the cops 
phrase the conversation made me think that it was like very pointed at like how people tend to phrase assault like any sort of assault and I really loved that because it was like from the male perspective and the men were the victims not to say that well it was also like they're asking for like assault but yeah exactly I was just like like, well they're going to a strip club like what do they think's gonna happen right that they're not gonna be drugged and I know and that's like I mean I'm like yeah and that's like the age-old thing with like women it's always like well like they were dressed a certain way like they were asking for it like I thought it was something that they wanted even though she said multiple times no 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 no," you know and so I really liked that aspect of it just like I was like okay this is like by all means a pretty like silly movie but I think that Mm -hmm. there are like some good themes in it yeah so and I I, I, I I liked that a lot too because it, it's turning like the you know stereotype against and then like the yeah. Wall Street men feel like they like are shamed into keeping quiet and yeah. it's like, like just like you see yeah <laughs> see how annoying this would be I know I was like I just like went into the movie thinking it was just gonna be like a silly heist movie and it was so much more and that's why I liked it yeah yeah. All right. Amazing. Anything else? Uh, no. Great. I love you. <laughs> Even though I'm not your coolest friend that you're just like excited to hang out with. Y- you, can, you can still be my J-Lo. Oh, my God. I'll, <laughs> oh my I'll, God. Le- I'll let you have that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I'll be the constant swoo because I know that's how much it means to you. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. I can't wait. Now I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to have such a great workout because I'm going to be just like channeling my inner J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> people at the gym are gonna be like what the fuck is wrong with her <laughs> she's a psychopath in my work why t-shirt. is she like dancing while also doing weights <laughs> i was like walking on the treadmill and i was like strutting <laughs> the other day while listening you should bring like six inch heels <laughs> i don't know how they how is what when she was like you need better he- shoes and then she like yeah. shows her her shoes i'm like are those look equally as difficult to do any of this stuff in yeah also at one point Constance Wu was running through a yard in six inch heels and I was like she's gonna go down I know I was like wow <laughs> this is the only time in movies that I buy that a woman should be running in heels yes yes because that's <laughs> if anyone could <laughs> yeah well and also like that's like well established in her character unlike yes. Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic right i can't do this <laughs> that's okay <laughs> um all right well everyone right. go see hustlers right. continue female domination <laughs> Woo! all right <laughs> bye bye to follow us on social media follow us at on the underscore download on twitter and at on the download podcast on instagram you can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com